Tanner LeBaron, and welcome to Take 168. And this is the Sweet Jackass Review. Everybody, welcome, welcome. Keeks and I went and saw Jackass Forever. Uh, We saw it with two of our buddies as well, which made it even more fun. And Becky was there too. And it was just a really fun theater experience. So shout out Steve-O, not the Steve-O and Jackass, our Steve-O. Arguably better than the Steve-O from Jackass anyways. Yeah, yeah, of course. And Eric, it was a good time. And um, yeah, so we're going to be talking about Jackass today. But beforehand, let's get into our rundown. We will go through our fave trailer that we saw this past week. The fave thing we watched um super bowl matchup we have an interesting super bowl we're gonna give our predictions i am excited about the super bowl thank goodness and then oscar nominations are out tomorrow february 8th we are recording this february 5th so oscar nominations are out tomorrow we will probably post that on instagram of what are the nominees and then uh, we will get into our Jackass Forever review after that. And we will also talk about some of our favorite stunts and pranks. Uh, Keeks has prepared um, his rankings of the Jackass uh, movies to me. For me personally, all the movies just kind of intersect. <laughs> and, yeah. <laughs> but you have you have your favorite pranks, though, right? Your favorite. Yes. Yeah, stuff. I have okay. some of my favorite cool. pranks and stunts. Uh, without further ado, Keeks. How are you? What's the fact that you were going to talk about? So this one, so with the uh, Oscar nominations coming out this year, uh, well, this year, this week, they come out every year around this time, um, is uh, the only, do you know what the only superhero movie to be animated for Best Picture is? Black, Black, Black Panther, right? Yes. And the fact that that's the only one is a bummer to me. That's all. Yeah. You know, you could have at least, I, I mean, People loved the first Superman from 19, the seventies or obviously the dark Knight, which should yeah. have been an obvious choice. And I believe it not being nominated is one of the reasons why they expanded um, the nominations to be up to 10. So I think the year was nom. It could have been nominated. It was like only five to seven that could be nominated. Yeah. Green Lantern as well. Yes. Green fan, fan four stick from 2015. Yeah. Of course. Dang it. So many, so many that could have been nominated, should there's, have been nominated. There's no way home. Been. There's no way home get a nomination. Uh, no, I don't. Ah, no, I don't think so. Okay, I'm trying to think. I don't think so. I don't no, think so. I don't. No, there's no way. No. Although, like- what have we said on the podcast a thousand times is the Academy needs to make itself relevant to the average viewer. I think, what, two years ago? Not even a million people watched the Oscars, which is just pitiful. So um, I think at least Dune gets nominated. And I think that's like locked in. And if they can put Spider-Man No Way Home, obviously it's not going to win. But I think that's a good thing to get people like in tune with the Oscars again. Yeah. Yeah. I've said it before. I think the Oscars is pretentious, but uh, yes. I watch it. As I it should it. be. I mean, kind of as it should be. It's like a bunch of artists. So that's probably, you know. A, a byproduct, but it doesn't have to be. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully Dune wins. We will see the nominations. Uh, <clears throat> that will be for next take as well for take 169. Mm-hmm. We will be talking about our predictions for who we want, who we think will win. And I'm interested to see all the movies that are nominated that I haven't seen. Normally, mm-hmm. February is a big push for me to watch 
all the Oscar noms that I haven't seen yet. Also, mm-hmm. while I'm on that subject, uh, my month of February, all I'm doing watching wise currently Kennedy and I are watching Arrested Development. We just finished the first season. Really funny. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I really like Arrested Development so far. I watched like the first seven episodes years ago and I thought it was funny. I just, it was one of those things where it just fizzled out. Like I just didn't, I didn't stay committed and I stopped watching it. Mm-hmm. Started watching another show. And uh, so we finished the first season. That was good. And we're on to the second so far. It's been, it's just really sarcastic humor very dry as well um but yeah my february homework february watch list is all the oscar noms and then uh batman the batman trilogy the dark knight trilogy uh christopher nolan's trilogy that is what i am going to watch i haven't seen batman begins and the dark knight rises probably for seven plus years well we watched the dark knight right we uh, watched uh, dark ba- knight rise we watched dark knight together yeah i've seen the dark knight the most out of the three and I think yeah. that would probably be the most common. Yeah, I've probably I'm seen. To see which one is the next most watched. Probably Batman Begins. I don't know. I could me. I could. I could see it being Dark Knight Rises just because of like you know recency bias. That's when the maybe people watch a little bit more. But I don't know. Yeah, I, I think know. I've seen Batman Begins and The Dark Knight Rises maybe twice each. And yeah, I've seen The Dark Knight probably five to ten times. Oh, geez, yeah, I'd say at least ten times for me. I've seen that one. Yeah. So good. Um, oh, call to action. Sorry, I'm talking a lot right now. But no, here go is off, go off. We love it. We love it. We, here's my call to action, everybody. This is kind of embarrassing, uh, kind of funny now, but uh it's it's also important. Um, last Sunday we came home from visiting family and I flushed the toilet and didn't flush. And I was like, that's really weird. I swear this was flushing before I left. So I get the plunger. This is on theme for today's take as well. <laughs> so I get the blunder and it's not like going down. I'm like, this is really weird. Right next to the bathroom is like the storage area and like kind of the septic tank. Water was flooding. And I was like, no. oh my gosh. So we called our landlords, um, live in a basement apartment. They came down and lo and behold, here's my call to action, guys. Flushable wipes. Don't flush them. Throw them away. Throw them away. Oh, like, no. Yeah. Like clogged the motor. Um, yeah. Really, really sucked. But fortunately, they knew what to do. They got it fixed in like an hour and a half. It was just one of those moments where I was just like, I feel really, really dumb right now. I hate that they're called flushable wipes and it says on it, do not flush. Yeah, there needs so, to be a rebrand. There needs to be a name change because why would it's it's like it's like the same with popcorn. It's the same thing with pot, bagged popcorn. Is it says do not use popcorn function on the microwave. But why would you like why does that button exist if that's not what you're supposed to use it for? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I always use it and it all the popcorn always comes out perfect. So oh, I don't that's know. Great. So yeah. yeah, on on the back of the flushable wipes, it says like one wipe per flush. Like if you've had problems before, do not flush. If it works, do flush. But there's like a movement with like a lot of um, the sewage and cities that like flushable wipes really back things up, and it's bad for our sewers. So that's my call to action: is to don't flush away, don't flush the wipes. Just yeah, don't, don't do away. what the what the label of the product actually says and flush the wipes. Yeah, yep. Yeah. So there you have it. There's my call to action. 
I'm surprised they still sell. It's just weird. Yeah, you need needs a rebrand. Big flushable yes. wipes. You need to change the name. Yep. Ruining Amen. the pipes. Amen to that. Uh, okay. Well, let's get into our fave trailer. Um, okay, I just have to go first because there's three Pinocchio movies coming out this year. The Tom three? Hanks one where he's yes, the Disney Tom Hanks one where he's playing Geppetto. The Guillermo del Toro one, which is a stop motion animated one coming to Netflix, which looks really good. And we just got the trailer for the third Pinocchio, the true story from Lionsgate, which is starring uh John Heater, uh uh Tom Kenny, who voices SpongeBob. And Polly Shore as the voice of um as the voice of Pinocchio himself. You watched the trailer. It was a big topic on social media this week. Um, maybe the worst trailer, maybe the worst voice acting I've ever heard. Uh, all of it for Pinocchio: The True Story from Lionsgate. Uh, and I I hope to see it. I want to see it. It's so bad. It's so intriguing. I have to see it, dude. You watched it. What did you think of it? I couldn't believe that might have been one of the worst trailers I've seen. <laughs> Dude, I That's thought big it was studio. I thought that was Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio for a second. I was like, there's no way. And then when you just said that, okay, that makes a lot more sense. I was like, this doesn't make sense. Okay. I've seen the other Pinocchio trailer with like the cricket and the stop animation. Mm-hmm. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Dude, that, that looks rough, man. It's, it's shocking. It's shocking how bad it looks. Uh, I just want to see like, who's making it. Okay. Pinocchio 2022, which is funny. Cause you know, I was talking, I threw it in a group chat with um Nick and Spencer who were on last time. And then our buddy, Tim shouts out old roommates. And um, our buddy, Tim brought up a good point is Polly Shore is in uh, a goofy movie. So he's not a horrible voice actor. He's at least done it before. So I got to know who the director is that uh, is just going to butcher this. And um, yeah, just, just, you know, really excited for it. Really excited for this movie. And, um, uh, you know, can't, can't wait to see it. Opening day. Um, dude, there's already some reviews in there on, on IMDb. I don't know when it comes out, um, but there's like 36 reviews. I don't know if these are people that have already just reviewed it and that hasn't even seen it but there's like 2.9 out of 10. There's just a bunch of one-star reviews already. That might just be from the trailer alone. <laughs> I don't even know who's like, oh my gosh, it comes out in oh, in two weeks. Oh man, that's That's sad. crazy. Yeah, it's... John Heater. Oh man. Good the to director see John... is Vasily Rovensky. Good to see John Heater back in the mix though. Yeah, this guy who directed it has just directed bizarre bad looking animated movies that's that's tough that's rough so yeah john heater way to get that bag my friend um we will probably support you and go see it maybe that's so wild to me 2022 we're randomly getting three pinocchio movies and the the animated one it it looks horrible it looks like like pre-pixar toy story animation bunch of interns did it Um, I'm still okay. I gotta chime in here. This is like one of those moments where you're like, wow, three Pinocchio movies in 2022. I also, this is something that I still think about today often. The new mutants came out during a pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Why is that? Why do you think of 
I mean, it is a great point. It should. What isn't it supposed to? It, it came out. It took three, it just, four years to come it, out. It just, yeah, it got delayed so much. And then, like during a pandemic, when movie theaters are at their ultimate low, they're like, let's and just you throw know it. What's out. even worse is it wasn't delayed because of the pandemic. It was delayed because everyone thought it was bad. Yeah, and they had was- to keep reshooting it. Oh my gosh. I still remember going to theaters and watching that. Like, man, wild. Okay. Um, my favorite Incredible. trailer was The Lost City with Sandra Bullock and Channing Datum. And then there's uh Brad Pitt in there as well. This looks just like a really fun, dumb, over-the-top rom-com that I think could be funny. It does, it's, yeah. It's no, like it looks light, like well, and this is what I was talking about watch. last take too, is like these mid-budget romantic comedies don't really exist anymore i hope people go to see this but i just feel like they're not going to yeah this looks this looks funny i like sandra bullock i like channing tatum and uh brad pitt the most decorated handsome man um of all time pound for pound talent and handsomeness he's at the top yeah i can't think of anyone else uh margot robbie also probably yeah Mm, jennifer lawrence because she's won some oscars yeah oh she has what she win yeah she won for. I'll look it up right now. Jennifer oh, Lawrence, Brooklyn. I think she won for. Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah, and then uh, I mean I don't know like Brie Larson, talented, attractive, good for that, good for her, uh, good for all of them. You know what I mean? Just, just get everything was given to them on a on a silver platter. That's really nice. Oh, she, uh, she won on. Um, Brooklyn for Sil- Silver Linings Playbook. Oh, Silver Lightning's played it. Okay. She was nominated for Brooklyn. Yeah. Uh, oh, nice. Love yeah, that. good for her. Okay. Um, also, uh, we will talk about Boba Fett next week, too. That's another thing we'll talk yeah, about. Yeah, uh, maybe we'll review it next week. Yeah, let's do that. I I'm all caught up, ep- and the last episode is this Wednesday. I am on episode two. I finished episode two. The episode first episode didn't really grab me, and I was just kind of like, I'm going to binge it. And then, like, the last two episodes have been dynamite. Keeks has been, you've been texting me being like, are you caught up? And like, now I feel like foolish for <laughs> not being committed. And there's been a couple of things spoiled. So, you yeah. know, it is what Spoilers it is. Spoilers for Star Wars have, I feel like have been very quick and egregious. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it comes down like a knife. It's crazy. Or a skateboard to the shins, like we'll talk about in Jackass. Oh, okay. Uh, fifth thing we watched, what you got? Uh, so me, along with uh, my buddies from last time, Nick and Spencer, and also Tim, we're all decided that we're going to go through Paul Thomas Anderson's filmography and watch his movies. Mm. So I watched the first movie that he made, which was a short called Cigarettes and Coffee, which ended up being the um, predecessor to his first feature called Hard Eight. Oh, nice. And uh, Cigarettes and Coffee, solid short. Uh, he got, I don't remember who the bigger name that he got attached to it, but made with like 20 K it's like 20 minutes long, took like six weeks to film. It's a solid short. I'd give it like a B sweet. Um, nothing too outrageous about it, but it does give you little hints of, yeah, this guy, he's got really good talent. The short looks great. The only way that you can really watch it is like through a VHS rip on YouTube. So just be warned if you want to watch it, there's not a good quality one out there. I tried to find it see if I could watch it in HD it just doesn't exist. Hmm. Yeah. Nice. So that was mine. And then along with, you know, I watched, uh, I'd never seen like Jackass, like two and a half and three and a half. So uh, I watched those two really fun just to get ready for Jackass forever. Oh, I love that. I know. Yeah. It's good. Good rewatches. Good. Prep. Oh my gosh. We, we did it all in one night. We were like, Oh, we'll just throw it on at like 10 o'clock. 
And then we finished two and a half. We're like, we should watch three and a half. And then we were at like, it was like one thirty, and we're like, well, we should probably go to bed. Might as well on a week on a weeknight. Yeah, might as well. Yep, living on the edge. Oh, I love it. I love it. It was so fun. Dang, dude, that is so sweet. Okay. Um. So I watched. Man, a shout out Ben Affleck. I just got in the mood for some Ben Affleck this <laughs> past two weeks. You gonna watch the the last duel? He's in that one too, and wrote it. Oh, really? Yeah, him and Matt oh. Damon. Matt Damon both wrote the last duel. I need to watch that. Yes, that's on HBO Max. That is also yeah. on my watch. I might get to that. That might probably get be an Oscar. I want to get to it too. And Nightmare Alley. Yeah. Um, I need to see what what is streaming on HBO Max and others. Oof, I know Power bangers. of Dog is on Netflix, so I'll get to that this February. Yeah. But uh, I saw two Ben Affleck movies. Uh, one was a rewatch that I. This is the second time watching. Kennedy had never seen this, but I mm. was like, I think you would like it. Uh, that is Argo. Yeah, great um, one. That's a 2016 yeah. watch. Great watch. Won uh, an Oscar for Best Picture. Ben Affleck directed this. It's about obviously um, the whole rescue of the six Americans in Tehran. Uh, during the U- U.S. hostage crisis in Iran uh, in 1979, based on the true story, and it's delivered well, especially that third act. Tense is tense, so tense. Um, I remember watching this together, and I was like gripping the couch chair legs and like yeah. gripping the carpet. I was so tense. I, I think if if you want a good good entertaining watch you know based on a true story argo i definitely recommend argo it is it is tense man 100 percent. yeah so recommend that and the other one was uh, a jack ryan classic the sum of all fears <laughs> i have i remember this just posters everywhere yeah. this this post the, these this so much marketing for the sum of all fears i think it came out in 2003 but uh ben affleck plays jack ryan uh, Morgan Freeman, I believe, is Secretary of Defense, and uh, it's a whole like apocalyptic with terrorists incoming, and it's tense. Um, it's a little, gosh, what was what would I compare it to? It's like a little bit over the top, but I liked it. I think I'd give it a B slash sweet. Oh, okay. It's a good little little action. Is that early two thousands or is that early two thousands? Yeah, early two thousands. Early two thousands. Kind of has that early two thousand vibes. I would, I would relate it to like, uh, like a, like a Mission Impossible and, indep- the, uh... and Independence Day. <laughs> but obviously, no aliens are involved in the sum of all fears. It's a lot of conflict with. It's just a lot of like rumors and hearsay and like, did Russia do this? Did they do that? No, it was actually somebody who was running off espionage little political thriller and yeah it's a political thriller exactly and there's just kind of like he said she said and um no this wasn't what we intended and jack ryan's really like the one like getting to the bottom of it he's like no this is actually what happened and it's it's got a good good pacing too for the most part. i get jack ryan and jack reacher mixed up all the time they need to stop having two political characters named jack yeah Yeah. because that's the jack reacher is the uh was that the one that Tom Cruise played or was Tom Cruise Jack Ryan? Jack Reacher. Tom Cruise he was is Jack, Jack Reacher. Reacher. Okay. And now John Krasinski is Jack Reacher. Yep. But Jack, no, Jack Ryan, Ryan, I think, is the one that Harris, Harrison Ford has played. Yes. Yes. Harrison Ford has played Jack Ryan. And then John Krasinski is now Jack Ryan for the Amazon series, which is, oh. I watched the first season of that. You liked good. it. I did like it. Yeah. yeah I remember you watch. talking about it. So uh, that is uh, my two fave watch up. Fave watch-ups. Fave watches. I 
I, I do feel like I'm kind of a little bit behind on my track of trying to watch 200 movies this year. So I got to pick it up a little bit. Oh, you're fine. You'll get it. Yeah, I'll get it. I know, especially in crunch time, if it's a month and I have 30 movies left, I'll bust those bad boys out. Oh, yeah. Two a day. You know I will. Just, just please. Uh, okay, Super Bowl. We got uh, Bagels versus Rams. Keeks, who do you My want? prediction was Rams, uh, Chiefs. Yes. And what was yours? Was yours Bengals? 49ers um I don't remember I always wanted the Bengals like I've wanted the Bengals since like the playoffs started I think you picked Bengals 49ers because I know that we both had one end of the matchup for this one okay and I I said I I wanted the Rams to win so I'm still sticking with the Rams I think the Rams are gonna win but Bengals are very feisty it could come down to the wire I think the biggest question is does this go to overtime oh man if I say no no, I don't think it's an overtime. If it is an overtime Super Bowl, I will lose the plot, man. That would be so fun. Um, Rams by 10. That's my guess. I think Rams do win. I think the Bengals may have exhausted. I think the Rams have everything the Bengals have, but a little bit better. More yep. experience. Defense um, is very good. That front line. Receiver core and the quarterback at the end of the day. I think Matt Stafford, he's just, I don't know. They can both make big plays, but I think Matt, Sta- Matt Stafford, it's time. It's time for him to win one. It's time for him to go into the sunset with it. Uh, Not Joe retire, Burrow. but you know, Joe, Joe Burrow, man, he's just got swag. Joe Burrow has it. So I want the Bengals to win Uh big Joe Burrow fan from the LSU days. Jamar chase is playing nice. Mm. Uh, OBJ? OBJ. Yeah. OBJ on the Rams. Um, I do. I, I like a lot of the Bengals players. I think they're, it's been, and it's a cool story. There were two and 16, two seasons ago, four and six, uh, four at, Two and 14, and then four and 12 last season. That's phenomenal. And then now they went 10 and seven, and they're in the Super Bowl. Incredible. Really cool. I I think that's awesome. So I hope the Bengals win. I hope they do, but I think Rams squeak it out. And I hope it's a good game because the playoffs have been amazing. Yes. Holy moly. That has been entertainment. You know, I will say though, is uh, we missed uh, the Bengals Chiefs game because we were watching Attack on Titan. Dude, and good for uh, you because I I don't want to say that I regret it because I love Attack on Titan. Part f- two of season four has been amazing, but I did wish that we could throw it on and watch the last little bit. Yeah, yeah, a little fun oh, though, but that's okay. It's all good. I was probably texting you, just blowing up your phone. I was blowing up everybody's phone, and then I was getting blown up too. It was great. Yeah, that's I love that too. When it's a close game, and I get the like, I'll get the all caps bruh turn on <laughs> blank game. Or, oh, that is my, my preface gosh. to every person I ever text is one text message that just says, bruh, all caps. Yep. Yes. I love it. hundred percent. So, uh, do you, ha- you, ha- you still sticking with bangles to win? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm going, no, Rams no, I, I want bangles to win, but I think the Rams are going to win. Okay. Okay. But who do you want to win? Ba- bangles. I want cool. the bangles to win. Okay. Yeah. Yep. I lo- love a good upset. That's perfect. I love that we don't agree on this because, uh, you know, 99% of the time we are on the same page. Yeah, we're about to be on the same page right here. Oh, we uh, have the same. Yeah, same brain, one big brain, but it's a perfect brain. Yeah, for the most part. Love that. Uh, Jackass forever. Drum roll, everybody. Keeks, you said something about Jackass I really like. Can you Can you say that? Oh, <laughs> I mean, this kind of goes into my grade, but I think Jackass, the movies in general, they're either an A plus or just not your thing. Yep. I don't think there's really any in between and how you can't really grade it on an artistic scale because it's just a compilation film. 
It doesn't really have a narrative to it. It's just like, it's like there, there's clearly editing and there's clearly like structure to it because you'll have like a big long sequence and then you'll have like a medium one and then a couple short ones and then it goes back. It, it clearly has a flow to it, but it's not a narrative flow. It's yeah. just entertainment flow, basically. I, I I agree with you. I think if you go into Jackass with friends, if you've seen the older stuff and just realize like the journey of these guys that they're all friends and they're just having a good time just doing these wild stunts, pranking up on each other. It is hilarious. I mean, for as long as I can remember, like Jackass has been a huge part of like, like just culture especially amongst like you know like i will say just like amongst like growing up as dudes it's like every friend group sees the jackass group and you want to be that friend group because they're all such good friends for example if one of them gets like really injured everyone gets really quiet and immediately rushes over to see if they're okay yeah so there's this interesting line that they have where they they understand and respect each other and will pay but we'll also like torture each other to no end. It's a very interesting line they draw. It is because like when they get hurt, but it's not like life or death hurt. It's just like, oh, my back. They're all just (laughs) laughing so hard. Like, yeah, you'll shake it off. And they all have the most unhinged, wild laughs. Oh, my gosh. Johnny Johnny Knoxville's laugh is probably one of my favorites. Like he just opens his mouth and cackles. Uh, I listened to this is a little plug if we have some big time jackass fans. I listened to Spartless with it, which is with Sean Hayes, Jason Bateman, and Will Arnett, and they had Johnny Knoxville come on. And it was a good podcast. He just talked about his journey, uh, being where he is today. He's from like a small town in East Tennessee, and then he wanted to get into acting. And he's been in some movies, but he was just yeah. like, Yeah, he's like, This was my thing. Like one of his big first stunts is he got um a vest on. Um, bullet vest hello and like was going to shoot himself to see if it worked and it was like kind of a lower end um bullet vest and people were like no man you can't like don't do this and like he eventually did it and, like that's kind of like what started you know the snowball effect of mm-hmm. where we are today with jackass so jackass forever keeks what'd you think i, I think a lot of it has kind of like i've I've, t- I've touched on it a bit since describing what jackass is it was so fun. It was so fun. I got just clips of us. I would just turn my phone on and record us watching and reacting to the videos. I don't have like, obviously the footage, some of them, I got footage, but mainly just us laughing. It was almost nonstop laughter for the whole hour and a half that we were there. And I had to pee and I'm like, I cannot pee. (laughs) And the one time I knew I could pee, I was like, okay, I saw this on the trailer. I know exactly what happens. I'm going to go pee and then I'm coming back. Oh, smart. Sure. I still miss stuff that they didn't show in the trailer. Oh my God. I just think it's, it's dudes being dudes. It's the most primal fighter flight reactions that you can catch on camera of just people in the most like, like I've said, like primal state of being reactions. How do you react when danger is imminent? And that's jackass. And it's something that cannot be replicated in any other movie because it's acting. And this, it's not, it's just human reaction and human emotion. It's an, it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I Except agree. Like I'm freaking uh, Roger Ebert trying to break down <laughs> jackass it's, forever. 
it's I, I thought all the stunts and the pranks were really well done uh i thought i mean it's kind of weird to say the pacing but i thought the pacing was great and the opening sequence was so outlandish <laughs> so dumb but it was so funny i mean that just really set the ground of okay this is what jackass forever is gonna be like yes um oh it's gosh. what you needed oh it was that being said like as a warning so many penises in this one way more than the other ones oh yeah yeah i don't remember the other ones <laughs> the one with steve and the bees oh my gosh there were moments in the theater where out loud i said no way <laughs> do you do you remember me saying that i was like oh my gosh like um two times yeah, I- that one that one was ma- no my favorite one is they bring the snake i don't want to spoil it too much because people have to watch it but it involves a barrel with a snake and a room and each like and in pairs of twos they're in the room and you just have to go and watch and see what happens that That had me so dead that was one of my favorites too uh i think another one of my favorites was just the classic cup check with aaron gets mvp for jackass forever the amount, Danger Aaron. Danger Aaron, like MVP. I think Danger Aaron was MVP. I think the funniest for me was Chris Pontius. I don't know why, but him in the background and just his mannerisms, so funny. I love Chris Pontius. I think Chris Pontius might overall be my favorite because he is such a bro. And he doesn't do mo- most of the outlandish stunts. But man, I just love his presence. It is so funny. That's so funny you bring that up because I'm on the same page. He's one of my favorite, if not my favorite. It's just who he is, his goofy like hairstyles that he has yeah. in it sometimes. Um, it's you know I I think we I think it's appropriate that we should bring up the fact that Ryan Dunn obviously he passed away a few years ago. So did he pass away? I don't think it was after it was obviously after Jackass three, but I don't think they had a moment where they like paid tribute to him in Jackass three. No, this was like, like this was after this that. was definitely like kind of a tribute. Yeah, and then uh, Bam Margera is not in it due to a contract violation with Paramount. He wasn't able to participate. Um, I didn't totally notice him being gone until they brought in the parent of one of the other new members. And I was like, oh, this is like kind of to make up for the fact that April and Phil can't be in the movie. That is something that I think would have been really fun to see is one last prank against April and Phil to see what happens and see what they would come up with. Yeah, that would have been that would have been a lot of fun. Uh, Ryan Dunn actually uh, passed away in 2011 from that from a car crash. Wow. He okay. It might have been. I mean, that's when Jackass 3 came out. Yeah, I remember because I watched it at home. Me and Eric skipped like our last period class and went back to my house and we watched jackass 3d at my house. oh that's so fun yeah great memory um yeah i love love jackass forever uh yeah we'll just get to some a couple of movie morsels uh the movie was originally meant to open in march 2021 so almost wow. a year ago but the covid19 pandemic of course caused it to be delayed to october 2021 and then it got, got pushed back again to february 2022 after uh, Bam Margera sued Paramount Pictures, um, MTP, and co-star Johnny Knoxville. Uh, so, yeah. But yeah, he was wrong. Apparently, he was 
for being wrongfully fired from the movie in August 2020, allegedly for his erratic erratic behavior and use of illegal drugs. So, Which, which I do think is kind of interesting because I know Steve-O had a really hard time with that in the earlier-ish days of Jackass. I think between two and three was when it got really bad. He's flipped his so, life around, a man. It's awesome. Huh? I said he's flipped his life around, Steve-O. Yeah, like, he it's has. Awesome. He talks a ton about it in a lot of interviews I've watched. And the, but um, I, I would be interested to learn more of how like what the change was between steve-o's time and bam's time and why bam had the firing that came with it and why steve-o didn't get that back in the day Mm, i'd be curious to understand that because it does kind of feel like the same thing but obviously i don't know i know like the tip of the iceberg i'm sure there's tons more that we don't understand yeah yeah for sure did you miss him did you feel like he was missed uh, I missed a little bit of Bam. It wasn't like a huge hole, but I, I agree with what you said with his parents. Like that would have been fun to see like another prank and just kind of their commentary and just seeing their presence. So yeah. I do, I do like Bam, but that's just, it's just unfortunate. Yeah. Well, and as another sweet movie morsel, Johnny Knoxville, there is a stunt with him. That was, Oh my God. This one was probably the worst one. Yeah. The I, most painful of all of them, but he got a broken rib, broken wrist, a concussion and a hemorrhage in his brain by uh doing something with a bull that's all we'll say so when you watch it um he was knocked unconscious and snoring for three to four minutes straight and he had to get magnetic treatment for his brain and take like cognitive tests to fully recover and i think he has like brain damage from it that's that's insane and when you see it in the movie it is honestly like you're like oh my is he alive yeah that that stunt on the podcast that he was with with smartless mm-hmm. they did that twice the first time wasn't like good enough the director jeff tremaine was like johnny we got to do it again like it didn't look good none isn't that nuts that they had to do that again so i mean yeah you got to applaud these guys and it's so funny when they when they throw the disclaimer out there that they're like these stunts are done by professionals i think to myself are they <laughs> they're just a bunch of guys just doing these absurd outlandish things yes. and like you, you almost got to recognize it like yeah maybe they are professional because it's just so out there and like they do have like a team of medical a medical team yeah. standing by which definitely helps in the event but man and then the oh dude i think the other most painful one was the treadmill oh oh yeah were they they're the marching band marching oh across, my like a gosh treadmill yeah I wonder how fast that treadmill was going. Probably maybe 20 to 30 miles, if not faster. It was going fast. That one. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be honest. I think my favorite thing about uh, Jackass, the whole franchise, the stunts are make me cringe. The stunts like are like, oh, no way. I think I just love the pranks. I love the pranks on each other that are like fairly, keyword is fairly harmless. I think those are hilarious. And then when they're all laughing together, like like at the beginning, the human ramp, I thought that was pretty funny. That yeah. was like a good stunt, stunt slash prank kind of middle ground. That one was funny. Uh, but we'll get into some of our favorite stunts and pranks uh, that I have that are just like when they're doing the coffee, when they're getting coffee by the food yes. truck. That prank was hilarious. Or when the guy comes out of his trailer and there's a volleyball, you know, and this, <laughs> the fake stairs like that stuff makes me laugh really hard because it's like it's fairly harmless. Yeah, it's just so inconvenient and funny. And I think that's something that they've done really good at is as a group. They're never like mean to people. Do you know what I mean? 
Yeah. But their their pranks to to like especially unsuspecting civilians are never like that mean. They're just funny. For example, when like there's like the little people bar fight in I think it's in 2 or 3 where we man rush it is in there. Yeah. And then like another little person runs in and all the police that run in are little people. Like it's stuff like that that's really funny, but it's not them like pushing a random guy down the stairs. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Or like it's... taking selfies with people to annoy them. It's nothing like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's all like calculated with within their own group. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. The department store, that was pretty funny too. What did um, you what did you think of the new people brought I, out? I was just about to ask just you that. Same page. Same page. I thought I thought the new people were fine. They were they were fun. They, they were fun. Yeah, yeah. I thought they were good. They added um good comedy, good stunts. They seemed like good sports. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I thought they didn't take away from the movie by no means. I think they and added the best thing. The best thing about Jackass is when they do something so gross or something that smells so foul is you get Lance, who's one of the DPs for the show, <laughs> might be the head cinematographer, just <laughs> gagging and throwing up whenever he can. Oh, bless his heart. And he bless. has the mask on, so you just hear, see him retching and gagging like oh. into the mask. Uh, stop. <laughs> Someone just puked in their car after this. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry to whoever did that. Uh, okay, so what what are your favorite stunts and pranks of all time? Okay, so from all time. So all time best favorite jackass pranks. I'm gonna go with five. Is the butt chug? Oh, butt chug. <laughs> just because I didn't have a lot of like like super bodily ones. I guess my next one is, but my top three aren't a big body ones. But the fact that Stevo does it, then farts it out, and then drinks it again. Uh, I'm gagging and laughing the whole time. It's just a really funny one. Okay. I think my number five is when Dave Eaglet just goes into a department store with a bunch of toilets and and leaves a surprise. Like that is so gross, but the reaction is so funny. Oh my heck. My, my next one is uh, the fart mask. Where they put it over oh. Dave England's head and they put it next to Pre- Preston's butt and he's farting into it and like Dave like eventually starts retching and like pukes in the mask <laughs> and they take it away from Preston's butt and it just shows that he actually took a dookie in the in the funnel <laughs> and that's what made him puke. <laughs> it's so bad. Uh, oh my <laughs> gosh! So my I for I have a toss up. I, I have a, I'm gonna have to go with the fire hose. Oh, I almost put the fire hose on. That one is gnarly. Like his dude, his butt like has actual cuts from it. Dave England's face when he reacts to being like in excruciating pain (laughs) is so funny. It is hilarious. And then I got (laughs) to I got to go with the other one uh, as my tie is uh, Steve-O doing the um, porta potty. Which one is that one in? Oh, oh, the uh, the third one is it is the the poo cocktail supreme? Yes, yes. where they launch him up and he's just. Uh, oh my gosh! <laughs> oh, I think the worst prank that they do, the worst one ever, is the paper cuts. Oh, in gosh. between his toes. Oh, that's painful. Oh my gosh, that's not on my list. But um, number three yeah. is golf. Where they go to the driving range. <laughs> I don't know if it's called golf, but they're hiding in the bushes and people tee off. They hit the air horns. See, that's that's my number two. Like that one's so it's so minimal, but it is hilarious because yeah, they are so all just funny. giggling. 
And the people that are golfing, their swings are terrible. And then you get some guys who are like really locked in and they are so <laughs> annoyed. Oh, that one's classic. And, and what's even funny, try to hit him. Yeah. And then they blow the air horn when they're setting it up. <laughs> that was so funny. Um, I'm going to go with my number three. Uh, I don't know which, which Jackass this one is in. I watched like a 30-minute highlight reel before uh, Jackass Forever just kind of get prepped. But it's the one where they have like two people up at a crane and they jump down. Oh, oh on duck that, hunting. Duck hunting. Yeah. And they jump down on that big, what's that called? Big uh, yeah, bubble. it's like the blob, basically. Where the you blob sit at the end and then the weight launches them off. That one is so funny where they're all shooting paintballs at the, duck, at the person dressed up as a duck at the yeah. end, just being launched in the air. That one made me giggle so hard the other night. I was laughing so hard. Um, my number two is Electric Avenue. It's in the third one. And they're supposed to go down a hallway filled with rotating cattle prods and tasers. And like, oh. it's like a, it's like a jailbreak when they all have jail suits on and they're just trying to run through and just getting abused as they're going through this hallway. It's one, and afterwards, I think either Ryan or Chris is like, this is the most painful prank we've ever done. Oh, that's rough. I love Electric Avenue. Um, yeah, my number two, as you said, was the golf one with the air horns. And also, I think the driving the golf carts was hilarious, too. I think that was in the first Jackass. But when Johnny Knoxville takes a serious tumble over that bunker oh, yes. and like decimates the, the cart, that one's, that one's wild. Um. I'll go with my number one because I want to hear yeah. your number one last. Uh, my number one is, I don't know why I love this one. I think it's my, it's just so funny. It's the big hand around the corner that knocks people to, to their back. It's called like high butt. five or something. Yeah. High five. I think that is so funny because Johnny Knoxville, after somebody gets hit by it, just runs up to them and just starts laughing so hard. Like his reaction. And then we man just setting it up, just be like, hey, what's up? And then they just got around the corner. <laughs> the one with the soup. And then the last one is on Bam with the flower. So funny. That one's that one's hilarious. That's honestly, and it's kind of like like Jackass at its core. It's just like a bunch of friends making up really creative ways to torture each other. Yeah. And like I'm sure they all have PTSD. Oh, I'm sure. They can't be around each other without like thinking someone's gonna like kick their chair leg out from under them or something like that oh my gosh um okay my number one this one is like one of the longest one and i think it's the last one and in, in number two is the terrorist oh dude that one where they get dave england to pretend that he's a terrorist and they put the fake beard on him but the the taxi driver is actually in on it and he like throws him in the trunk and drives around and Dave's like, oh my gosh, something's going horribly wrong. And they flipped the prank on him and the real prank ended up being that they all shaved their pubes into a like little bin and Dave's beard. beard was all of their pubes on his face. And when he finds out, he just starts puking everywhere. And then he gets the text that says, who brought crabs to the party? And he throws up even more. Oh man, that one... That one is wild. Mm -hmm. That one, I think, is just like the queen mother of like the long format pranks of when, especially when it's like a prank and a prank. That is so funny to me. Executed to perfection. Yes, it is. It literally was. It's so funny. Uh, What's, oh, there's so many good ones too. 
That's endless. I mean, like and these the are snake pit one where they trick Bam into going in the pit oh. with the rubber snakes. He falls in the false floor and then they throw real snakes on him and he's like crying, trying to get out. I think I think the most one of the other most painful ones is the branding. The branding oh, so bad. That one like makes me I feel pain. I feel oh, pain when I see so that. bad. Oh my god! Because it's like infected. Oh, it's. But I mean, oh, also all of the movies are on Paramount Plus right now. Oh, they you are. You can go oh. watch all of them right there. Nice. There, uh, honestly, we watched. Um, what was it? We watched like Bad Grandpa and a Half one time. I remember, and it was pretty funny. Like I actually laughed a lot with it. This was years ago. This was like five or six years ago. Yeah, Bad Grandpa is not bad. I've seen it before. Okay, I haven't time. seen Bad Grandpa did it, but I did watch like a few of the clips. It was very funny. Uh, yeah, uh, Jackass. What a time! Like endless, yeah. endless rewatch. You can just watch them and have a good laugh, and just absolutely just be shocked that these people are these adults are doing this. Yeah, the emphasis on adults. It's yeah. insane. It is. It is insane. Love it. Ugh, I love it so much. That is Jackass take. It is a great take. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I mean, go see it. Go watch it with some friends if you're a fan. If that's not your cup of tea, then maybe it will be. <laughs> we're gonna. I, say, we're... I feel like this one's a little tamer than the other ones in a weird way. Yeah, like I feel like it's much more palatable for general audiences. Unless you don't like seeing penises, then yeah, probably do not go see it. Yeah, there's there's quite a bit, but uh, and that oh, Aaron, just man, he was the MVP. He went through pain. The ringer. Oh, ouch. Uh, Yeah. Next take, we will do take 169 with Oscar predictions. Yep. And probably Book of Boba Fett review, or maybe that'll be the week after. Yeah, we'll do Book of Boba Fett next week, too. Let's do it. Sweet. Um, Sweet. And then, yeah, without further ado, that was a wrap on take 168. Again, I'm Tanner LeBaron. Sweet Keeks. And this was take 168. Are you trying to think of what they say at the end of Jackass? Yeah. What do they say? I don't know, actually. It's generally just the end. Like, it's just generally yeah. like a big compilation of like a big prank that they And a skulls the and the skull and the, yes. and the crutches crossed mm-hmm. together. The logo. I want that hoodie. Need that hoodie. You got to get it. Uh, all right. Well, we'll see you next week. Have a great week, all you sweets, and stay sweet. 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 Maybe we'll tease March Movie Madness next time. Sweet. Ooh.